welcome back. You are listening to the Energy Speaks Life podcast. I'm Coach Energy, the self-mastery coach, speaker, mediator, and author. On this channel, we focus on personal development and self-improvement for those who want to achieve self-mastery. And throughout the show, you'll notice that we will be sharing tips, strategies, techniques, and all types of advice that you can take action on today. This week, my guest speaker is Todd Baker. He will be sharing his input and his perspective on areas of focusing and achieving life goals, mindset, and inspiration to living your best life. So thank you so much, Todd, for joining us. And please let us know a little bit about yourself as we are bringing you into our show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the introduction and thanks for having me on Energy. It's uh, certainly a pleasure. Um, so I am a personal development coach and long and short of it, I own a company that's called Project Nine Life. And our focus is on helping people do what inspires them. Um, and it's a big word of inspires versus motivates them because your inspiration is inside of you. Your motivation is an external factor. Um, I've got a few different coaching programs that we run and offer. And really, it's about not the short time. This isn't a different way to set New Year's resolutions. It's, this is actually a way to get away from New Year's resolutions and not just keep repeating the same thing over and over. but to have a different kind of framework of a lifetime versus a short time with your goals, um, finding your true why, like why it's important to you. What, what is, what is it that motivates you? Um, you know, not even motivates, what is it inspires you? Why is everything, why is it, you know, if you're, a, if it's a health goal, well, what's behind that? Um, and going through the exercises, you may find that you're, um, your inspiration has really nothing to do with your actual goal, but just this little thread. Um, and this came about, oh God, five, six years ago. Um, and it, it's basically the, the programs that I offer and kind of what I talk about, it's based on my story. Um, so this was, I don't know, five, six years ago. I did the same thing, looked in the mirror in January, thought, Ooh, God, I, I got to change something here. So I, like most people, I was like, I got to lose weight. So three days in, um, the next day I wake up, it's, I live in Denver, so it's cold, it's snowing. And I'm like, not going today. And that's how long it took me to give my New Year's resolution, three days. And instead of kind of just saying, on oh, next year's my year or whatever, I started thinking about like why it was truly that I needed to get healthy and I started thinking about it long-term. So I have two kids. Um, my son is 18, my daughter's 16. And at the time I was thinking about like, I don't wanna be the dad that is on the sidelines for them growing up and having all these activities. I wanna be the dad that's like, if they wanna go play catch, I can go with them. If they wanna go, we wanna go hiking or we wanna go and just, do something activity wise. I don't want to be the dad that like writes a check and says, here, go have fun. Like I'm like, get in the car, let's go. 
Um, and that's really what it came from. So by adopting that lifetime and finding that true inspiration to me, it allowed me to just like forget all the motivation, all the other stuff. And I just started walking every single day and I adjusted my diet a little bit. I just cut out carbs and added sugars, but all I did was walk and it just got longer and longer. Um, I didn't start running. I didn't start going to the gym three hours a day, but over the course of a year by just keeping consistent, I ended up losing a hundred pounds. So, um, you know, as I sit here right now, that's, this is me, you know, imagine me with another small human sitting here right now. So, um, but that's, that's what it meant to, that's what it meant to me. And by also telling the people, if it's your inspiration is your kids or your family or whatever, by involving them in what you're doing, you, it does a couple things. One, they know exactly why you're doing it. And two, it creates some accountability partners. My daughter is my prime example. Three weeks, three weeks after I set out on this, get up in the morning, I'm cooking breakfast. It's Denver again, so it's snowing, it's a little bit cold. My daughter comes downstairs. She's like, Dad, are you going for your walk today? And I said, yeah, I'm going to wait and see what the weather does, but I'll go today. And she, without even hesitating, goes, you mean now? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, that's what exactly what I meant. Now I got my shoes and stuff on and out the door I went. So, um, but it creates that and it be, they know, my kids know it's important to me. And they also know the importance that they are to me. So that's a huge key of involving people in those decisions, no matter what your goal is. Um, let's face it, most people set resolutions for one of three reasons, right? Health, wealth, and relationships. Mm -hmm. But how you look at each of those things, if you look at them for a lifetime instead of a short time, it'll reframe how you're going about it. So instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds, if you instead look at it and say, I want to get fit. Now, weight loss is going to come along with it, but getting fit it can be a lifetime journey. Same thing with wealth. You know, um, it's not about, I want to make X amount more this year. That could be one of your steps that gets you there, but dollars and cents are not necessarily wealth. And that's what you need to look at is creating wealth. Same thing with relationships. It's not, you know, taking your spouse out for dinner one more time a month or you know, spending more than a half hour with your kids and the conversation is all one syllable answers. Um, but it's truly like getting to understand each other on a level that's beyond just what's on the surface and just having true conversations with other people. I mean, yeah, they're little people, but they're still people and you can still talk to them. So that's, uh, that's in a nutshell, kind of what the program's about and how just some of the basics of how we approach it. It's uh, it's a little bit different than maybe what you've experienced or seen or tried. Um, but it worked for me. And that's, that's what I teach is like, this is what worked for me. If it resonates with you. Awesome. You're, you're, you're halfway there. So. Yes. And one of the things that you mentioned, I want to kind of, point it back out one more time is it's such a difference when your goals are more long-term yeah. as opposed to those very short 
like you said, 10 pounds versus getting fit, um, you know, wealth versus, you know, being able to take my spouse out one more time per month. And I say that because throughout the journey of trying to lose 10 pounds or trying to get just a few more dollars in your bank account per month, at some point there will, you know, there's going to be ups and downs throughout that process. And mm -hmm. if you're looking at just the short term, if you don't see any weight loss after, after let's just say two pounds and you still have eight more to go and those eight pounds are just sticking with you and they're not moving, that can mm -hmm. cause a lot of people to give up and just yep. completely stop. And so when you said that, I was like, yes, I wanted to just kind of bring it back around and speak on it one more time, because that is a true issue that a lot of people are facing as being one of the reasons, one of the many reasons of why people are not reaching or achieving the goals that they're setting. Yeah, it's I mean, studies have shown like 85 percent of people that set New Year's resolutions, 85 percent give up on their resolution within six weeks. 99% are done by April 1st. And the problem is, is that come that April 1st date, instead of resetting and realigning yourself and going about it a different way, the problem is that majority of people, they get to that and they give up and they think, I'm done. Next year is going to be my year. And it's like, you got nine months left of the year. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's funny and I kind of, I make it a joke, but it's really not. But like, if someone will come to me and say, Hey, you know, I just, and this will be the first meeting. They'll be like, I just, I need to lose 10 pounds. I said, I'll tell you what, if that's your goal, then why don't you write your resolution for next year? But instead of losing 10 pounds, write 20, because that's, what's going to happen because you're, you're, you're in the wrong frame of mind. You're in that American habit of, I want it now instead of a long term i think it was the new england board of uh board of medicine or something they did this study that said the most productive decade in a human being's life is between ages 60 and 70. the second most productive decade of life is 70 to 80. the third most is 50 to 60. So, you know, you get these people that'll be in their mid thirties, mid forties, and they'll be like, I'm set in my ways. This is, this is what I got going on. And it, it takes a little bit to kind of get them to realize like, dude, if you're 40, you, you, you might have another 50 years left of stuck in your ways. And, you know, one thing I'll tell, I tell everyone, you know, outset is you do not need permission at any age to retool yourself mm. and if you want something different you don't need to ask anyone's permission you just need to take action and stop talking about it yes indeed and all also remembering <coughs> that the the beginning of the year although it's a great uh restart you know timing wise but you can start a new goal or you can you know, restart whatever it is that you want to achieve or you want to begin doing at any point throughout the year. A lot of people yeah. focus on New Year's, New Year's. And I, I get it, but at the same time, you don't have to waste the nine months of the year, like you were explaining, you know, just waiting on this one date to come back around. 
No. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it, if it, if it, if it truly helps you, then go to the printing store, start, <laughs> start your new, start your new, your new journey, start tomorrow yes. and go to the printing store and get them to put tomorrow's date, which is the 27th and have them put that as day one of the year. And then just count the rest of the year yes. that, cause that's all you're doing. It's like, you go to Hallmark, you get a new calendar and that's supposed to be your, like your sign of, oh, this means I should restart. It's like, no, there, you just, if you have something that you want, just go do it. You know, it's the old adage, like if you, if you, if you are a planner, right. And let's say it's like you're designing a company or a website or something like that, or if it's health or whatever, and you get, and you get into the planning mode, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And you want everything to be perfect before you go and you actually launch that idea or launch that program, you are going to be waiting for the rest of your life mm -hmm. because you're stuck in planning mode. And it's, it's, you, you, you can always tell the difference between people that take action and people that talk action is because the, the action talkers always talk about it. When I lose weight, I'll do this. When the boss gives me this raise, this will happen. When, you know, I'm, I'm get to this age, this will happen. Or when, you know, it's like, you're just talking about all this stuff that's going to happen. Make it happen now. Like, there's nothing that says that you can't do something before, you know, you get a raise or before, you know, you get the right pair of shoes or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying go walk in flip flops, but you know, you don't have to wait for Nike's new release to like, okay, now I can go walk in, you know? Right. And because that, that speaks to the, not only the mindset, but the lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know, it's also a lifestyle change. It's, it's a way of life at that point. And so if waiting on the right moment, the, the perfect opportunity, the perfect moment, yeah, you'll you'll constantly be waiting. And that's that's where you then hear those people with their mumbles and their groans of, oh man, you know, da 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 da, you know. So Yeah. Well, and it's you know, it's like if if an opportunity comes to you, no matter what that is, if a, if an opportunity presents itself or you have a thought that you're gonna do something new, the first and it's natural to have it. The first thought that you're going to have is fear. You're going to be like, ooh, this is new. I don't know if I want to do this. What if I fail? What if I'm not able to do this? What if I start, but then I don't quite make it? And what I tell people is, okay, flip that. What if you do this and it works? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to your life then? You're going to absolutely change the trajectory of your life and Think about this. You, you've told me that you're not happy with where you are. That's why you're looking for a change. This is an opportunity. If you don't do it, what life are you going back to? The same one that you said you're not happy with and you, you want to leave. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a natural component and people deal with it differently, but it's basically, it's just resistance. And there's a lot of ways that you can deal with like that resistance, but the best way to deal with re resistance, it's like an author right? The best way that an author can get past the resistance of, of getting their book done is sitting down at a typewriter. <laughs> yes. 
you know, because if they don't sit there, nothing's going to get done. But if they sit there and they have a plan, like I'm going to write until I'm done. I'm not saying a set number of pages. I'm not saying a, you know, a number of chapters, but if you sit down, you're like, I'm going to write until I'm done. And you do that every day. By the end, you're going to have your, your book, your novel, your essay, whatever. Um, because that is a, a, the biggest aggression towards overcoming resistance is action. Yes. And I'll add on rewards. So yep. one thing that I work with my clients on and with coaching is sometimes you just have to, you know, kind of trick yourself, so to speak. You have to play those games with your, with, you know, with yourself. And if that means rewarding, giving yourself some sort of reward by doing this thing, or once you complete this activity or this task, then do it. If that's something you have to implement just to get started, just mm -hmm. to get the momentum going, then do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when you, when you set a, a let's say you're, you're setting a goal where you're like, I just want to get fit. And when you get to the stage, it's amazing. And I've seen it so many times, like people will say, like, I want to get fit and I'll have them on a zoom and say like week three of their class. And they're there, they're attentive, they're present, they're listening, but they're just, they're there. And then I see them show up the next time and their shoulders are back. Their energy is different. Their, how they talk about stuff. They're more animated. And it's because it's the goal of every program that you'll ever see out there. And especially, especially mine. But at some point, you're going to transition from whatever your goal is as something you're doing it's going to transition into who you are. And for me, like when I was walking, my transition became when my brother, my sister, and my parents stopped asking me how much weight I lost and stopped asking me like what I was doing because I would just show up at like a family dinner or whatever. And they wouldn't ask anymore because it was just, this is me now. Mm -hmm. And when you feel that transition, God, it's, it's amazing. Like your energy is so high and you all of a sudden your, your head's up and you're just looking for like all these opportunities. Like people will be like halfway through and they'll be like, what's next? I'm like, well, let's, let, let's keep on this path for at least a couple of weeks, but yeah, that's good that you're looking for it and don't turn it down if it comes, but you can just tell. And it's, it's, I mean, it's an overused term, but it's invigorating to like experience that and then see it in others when their their mind their mind shift has become like who they are and it's become permanent and they're no longer in you know the autopilot seat they're driving the car and they're like no nah, man I'm I want to go left I'm going left and they they don't they don't you know all of a sudden the sky's the limit for them and it's awesome to see. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So let's uh, talk about the how do you help your clients when it comes to focusing on and achieving life goals? Let's go a little bit deeper with that. Yeah, so the it's very simple. The, the, the program that I've developed, um, it's not like, you know, a worksheet that's here, fill out these 99 questions and you'll get this or that. It's literally four things. Okay. 
there's only four things that are printed on this on this worksheet. And it's very simple. It's what, why, why not, and what's next. And your what is your goal. That's, you know, and we talk about like, don't, don't think about it in terms of short time. Think about it in lifetime because your goal should be something that not only can last a lifetime, but will that, but will impact the rest of your lifetime and have a big impact. And so they, you know, develop the goal that way. The second one is the toughest one. It's why. And that's where like every fifth grade elementary teacher tells us, ask why seven times to get to the right answer. And it's truly, yes, I understand this requires some courage and some deep inner looking and inner thought, because you really got to dig into why is it important that this is my goal, you know, and, you know, it's not, if it's wealth, it's not because I want a Ferrari, you haven't gone anywhere close to deep enough, right? But start digging in and asking yourself, why is it important? Who else is this important to? Why, you know, what led me to wanting this in my life? Is it my parents were this way or something? And all of a sudden you start getting in and you'll, you'll get right to that bottom and ask yourself one more time. And if there's nothing there, then you found it. If there is one more, then ask again. And if just when you can't find another level of depth, you found your true inspiration and that's inside you, not outside you. Um, the why not is very simple. It's what, what have, what's prevented you from achieving what you wanted in the past? What's held you back? Is it fear? Is it resistance? Whatever. Um, and if there's something that's brand new to you, like take some time to think about what am I going to face along the path if I'm doing this? And what you're doing is you're laying out your course of these are things that I know have held me back or things that I've faced. And you can come up with a game plan. You know, think of it like um, you're the Titanic, not a speedboat. Because if you identify the things that you know are going to happen, as soon as you feel that coming on, it's the Titanic. You can just course correct miles before you ever get there. Um, whereas the speedboat's going to be like, oh, God, that was it. Oh, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen, right? Uh, so that's just identifying those things ahead of time so you know what to expect. And then the last one is what's next. Um, and that's where, you know, I equate it to, like, I live in Denver, so I'll use it. But you climb to the top of a mountain, right? And you're standing there, and you think, I've reached the top. And you look around, and it's beautiful. And all you see is all these other peaks. And whereas if you're in the wrong mindset, you think of, oh, God, look at all these obstacles. If you're in the right mindset, you think, look at all these opportunities. And that's the biggest difference. Now, I know that skips a step, and that's the how. It's not printed. I have people flip it over. And what I have them do is in the lower left-hand corner, write down just simple word, ladder. And then about halfway over on the page, write down the word floor. Now, there's the reason I have people ready at the bottom is keep in mind, we want you to level up your life, not level down your life. So we're going to build up. That's why you're writing your goals going up the page. And the floor is there. So people's biggest fear is, what if I get too high and then something happens? I got to fall all this way. 
that's where the floor comes in. Because as you establish these new levels of yourself and of what you're doing and why you're doing it, as you're establishing each level, the floor is coming right along with you. So it doesn't matter how high you get, the furthest you're going to fall is about a foot. And that, you know, you're going to pause along the way because all your, your only goal is to get 1% better every single day. And sometimes getting better is taking a pause to make sure that you are on the correct course, make any corrections that are needed, and then get going on it. That is progress. And that's getting a little bit better because you've taken a pause to maintain your clarity on where you're ultimately going. And so I said, like, the worksheet is very simple. It's not easy. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying blue or red pill. You know, it's, it's simple because filling out a goal sheet should not be the hard part. That should be the easy part because the work that you're going to put in, that's going to be hard, especially depending on where your goals are. If it's something brand new or if it's something that you haven't done in a long time, it's going to require time and effort on your half. But the worksheet is very simple to fill out and it, it, it needs to be because it's going to give you clarity. You know, if, if it was like 99 points, did, did, do you think 99 things to fill out adds clarity or adds a big giant thunderstorm cloud, right? You want a clear path and a clear vision of where you're going. Yes, you've said so much. <laughs> I'm glad I took notes, but I'm gonna only hit a few, <laughs> a few things. Um, Luckily this is recorded. <laughs> because I can go back, right? Look, yeah. so yes, goals are important. Uh, we kind of, you know, I kind of mentioned a few things about goals earlier, but I definitely want to hit on why. I actually almost brought it up before we started talking about how do you help with people focusing and achieving their goals, um, but I'm glad I didn't. I didn't know that that was one of your, um, one of your steps on your worksheet, but for the why, yes, that is so important. If if a person does not know their why, if they cannot answer the question clearly and, and without a lot of um, ambiguity within their response, then if they cannot do that, then it does make it that much more difficult to achieve said goal. And so mm -hmm. finding out and figuring out what is your why? Why do you want to achieve this thing? Why do you need this to happen? Why do you need this change within yourself, within your life? And with yeah. that, why is the reason it's so important is because when it gets difficult, because it will at some point along the way throughout the process, when it gets difficult, you will have that why as your reminder of, okay, let me keep going because this, this is the bigger picture, or this is that thing that I really need or really want and you've already done the work ahead of time. So therefore, when the going gets tough, you're already ready. So I right. love that. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to fail your why. Mm -hmm. Right. But motivation can be fleeting. It can be non-motivational. You know, I'll give you the perfect example. I saw a thing one time. So motivation, it comes to us in all different forms, right? 
and it could be an email or it could be a thing on Facebook or something that's like a thing. It's got a saying on it. And you're like, oh, that's cool. So I was sitting here one day and I looked and it was this picture of this um, like fjord in Norway or something. You know, it's got huge steep peaks and a beautiful lake down below. And on the one end, there's a rock that sticks like out over like a 2000 foot cliff, basically. And people take pictures there all the time, sitting on the edge, standing on the edge, you know, stuff like that. And it had some saying on the bottom, which I never read because I'm afraid of falling. So I looked at it and I was like, not motivated. <laughs> and that's how fleeting it can be. If you see something that you, that doesn't speak to you, you and you're relying solely on your motivation for your daily kind of get going it can be fleeting whereas if you look if you look inside yourself like i know i'm not failing my kids and my you know getting fit thing it's changed um because i've gotten fit so my goal is a little bit different but it's still with them as my inspiration it's just a little bit different but i'm not going to fail them at this either so it's um you know, just think of it that that it's that fire in your gut that like it the 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 more progress you make, the hotter that thing gets. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and the other part about the why section and your worksheet, you were talking about it's seven levels of asking yourself why. And mm -hmm. and just for an example for our listeners. If someone, let's just use finances for an example. If someone says, oh, I, I want to earn six figures. Okay, then ask yourself why. Well, because I want to be able to buy, you know, whatever house or car I want. Okay, but why? Well, because I, you know, I grew up not knowing or not having, you know, the, the transportation or not having a stable place to live. You know, so the deeper- So then it's- so why is it important that you provide that that wasn't provided for you? And yes. you just keep, you keep going. And then eventually, like with finances, especially, they'll get to a point where they've identified this is why this this is important. And when I get to this level, you know, I got all this. And then you ask them the question, OK, so now you're making this money. What are you going to do with it? You know, like, what are you going to do with it? You're like, we've established why it's important to you. It could be, you know, a family and a, you know, you're the, you want to change the direction of your lineage of your family into a different realm. That's a great why. Mm -hmm. But when you get there, what are you going to do with it? Yes. Like, are you going to invest in it? Are you going to like share with your kids? Are you going to go on better? Like, what are you going to do with this extra money? Because people tend to not think about that. Even if they're going the old route of, I want to make 10 grand more this year, they have no idea what they're going to do with the 10 grand. They just know they want. And it's, it's like, you can ask them that question. They're like, oh, I'll just have it. It's like, uh, you gotta, like, <laughs> you gotta have some kind of plan, you know, otherwise make the money, write me a check and we're fine. Sure. Yeah. Cause so many people blow it. They'll, they'll end up spending it before, you know, before they really realize that they have had it. A lot of people earn a lot more than what they think they do. They mm -hmm. just spend it before they actually have assigned each dollar to something, to mm -hmm. some account, to some investment, to some bucket of whatever it is. 
And I'm going to do a shameless plug here where a lot of everything that we've been talking about today, and I'm bringing it in because we're talking about the why and what you just brought in. Okay, you reach this goal, then what? Now what? What are you going to do with this money or these finances now that you've achieved it? And um, adding in the why, then I can tack on the other part, generosity. So what I'm plugging Ooh. is my actual product here. It's a, an audio coaching product where it talks about what's your passcode and what it is. It teaches people to living the best version of their lives and being the best version of themselves. And it talks about in depth about your why being as important as it is. And then the things that you do want or, or the things that you do achieve what are you going to do with it? And it talks about generosity, the importance of giving back, the importance of, of being of service to other people, other organizations, whatever it may be. So definitely, if whoever is listening right now, if you have not taken or gotten your copy of this, look in the description. There is a discount code from this particular podcast that you can take advantage of <clears throat> getting this and just really helping to achieve everything that we've been talking about in addition to everything that Todd is sharing as well with his course and his program. Um, also, he's going to, at the end of this recording, he's gonna also share other resources that he has available for you. But I definitely wanted to take that opportunity to plug that product. Um, so now let's talk about the, the inspiration, the fact that it comes from within. And I'm so happy that you said the difference between inspiration versus, versus motivation. As coaches and as speakers, you know, we get the label motivational speaker, motivational speaker. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not a motivational speaker because for me, like you said, motivation comes from the external. It feels good in the moment, but when you go home and it's just you, then yep. what? So talk well, about the inspiration aspect. Yeah, it's like motivational speakers. They're the ones that it's lights and rock and roll and they got the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders out there. And they talk for a couple hours. And as soon as it's over, like the majority of the people go straight to the bar and they forgot everything that they ever talked about, you know, and they're like, who are we listening to again? I don't even, you know, but that's true. It's so your inspiration is it's it's truly finding yourself and like what what drives your engine on a daily basis. And, you know, it, it could, you know, people, you can equate it to like, okay, you go to work every day. Is it because you have to, or you want to? And if they're like, well, I, I have to go to work. Okay. Well, why do you have to go to work? And then they start getting into providing for families and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, so your family's important. Why is your family so important that, you know, you have this job that pays you whatever. And you start digging into it and, you know, a lot of times for, for a lot of people out there, and don't be embarrassed if you go through the course and you get to this point, but discovering your true why, it can be and it should be a little bit of an emotional journey. Because if you're asking that question enough times, you're you're truly, un, you're just peeling back layers of the onion to truly find like, where where is your core values? And like, what do you what do you value the most and what is the one thing that no matter what is going on in the world, you're not going to fail, mm -hmm. you know? And it, and some people that, that, that 
that has led to them taking a job because they're comfortable with what they're making and it's not their best life. Well, there's other ways to go about stuff. And I'm not sitting here saying, everyone go quit their job and do something online. It's not that. It's just there's different alternatives to um, kind of going about it. And as long as it goes through your core values and it doesn't, you know, conflict with anything there. And it's that at the heart of the onion of just the, the most important thing that motivates and holds you accountable to doing what you do on a daily basis. That's what you need to find because you know, if, if, if it is family or if it is a change of trajectory of your lineage, you need to figure out like, well, why do I want something different than my grandparents and my parents gave to me? And how exactly do I want to change this or adjust this or, you know, what's got me, why am I looking to better myself from the status quo? you know, of, and, and you'll see them all along, you know, your buddies, they'll be like, Oh, you got a pretty good life, man. Just stay with it. It's like, that's the kiss of death. It's like, you don't have to. Um, if, if, and that's where you need, that's what you truly need to discover is the heart of the, the heart of the onion that's deepest inside of you and drives your daily, like, just responsibilities and values and, and especially your core values. Yes. To add on to that, um, one of the things that I'll, I talk to people about also is like, what's your one thing or what's that one thing that you, for me, and I know that the one thing has been used for different reasons in different industries, but for me, when I ask a person to discover and figure out and find that one thing, what it means is to find that moment in your past that was very difficult, something you thought you could never achieve, never accomplish or, or never overcome. And present day, you're, you're able to look back on it and say, wow, that was tough when I was going through it. Now mm -hmm. on the other side of it, okay, I see, you know, what, what did you use to get over, you know, over it? What did you use to get through that moment? What did you use internally? What did you use to push you every single day to keep going no matter what? And so I talk about it as that one thing for people to remember again in those moments where it's, it's kind of like, do I really want to do this or oh man, I, I've, I've given it my all. Well, have you? Push, push a little bit harder, dig a little bit deeper and remind yourself of that other thing when you were going through it and you mm -hmm. thought that you had reached your limit and you saw that you didn't. You saw that you still had more in your tank. You saw that you did have more stretchability in your capacity. So the mm -hmm. one thing I'm adding in, in this moment after you were just saying what you were saying. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I just got a, I had a book, uh, delivered Amazon like a week ago and the title is, uh, the power of one more, nice. you know, and that's exactly what you're talking about is, you know, just when you think that you're at your limit, do one more because you never know like that one more, 
might be the tipping point that all of a sudden, oh God, now it's now 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 you're putting on the brakes because it's a runaway train, and you're like, I don't know what's going on, and you know you're just holding on because the progress starts to come easier. But if you wouldn't have taken that one more, you you would have been stuck on the wrong side of the mountain, sitting there going. I don't think I can make this up, but if you take one more, you never know when that one more is the, that's going to be the tipping point that tilts everything. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's an important lesson. And, you know, regardless of how you talk about it or, you know, what phrasing that is important. It's vitally important that, you know, if you find yourself in a situation to where, you don't think that you can make any more progress or that, you know, well, this must be my best life. It's not what I pictured, but this is as far as I can get. Do one more. Because if you dreamed it in your head or you had that ambition in your in your heart and your soul to write it down as this is what I want is my best life. Don't let anything get in your way and just keep one more, one more, one more. Um, you know, and that's, that's the best, that's the best way of looking at it is, you know, it, people talk about like failures all the time, you know, ah, oh, what if I try this and I fail or, you know, this guy, he tried to run a marathon, he failed. No, I actually think in the history of the world that no one's ever actually failed. They've just had a lot of learning opportunities. Edison said it best, right? He went through thousands of light bulbs. And someone asked him, like, you failed all these times with these light bulbs. What kept you going? And he's like, I didn't fail once. I just found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but you have to have that shift of, yeah, it, it is going to be tough. And when you hit those tough points, don't look at it as failure. Look at it as an opportunity to learn something about yourself, about your path, about your journey. And then how you get around it and learn from how you got around it and utilize that the next time. Cause you know, and unless you're like, you know, on your deathbed and you're sitting there, there's going to be tough times pretty much up until that day. And you're going to face things and all those learning experiences that you've garnered over your decades on earth, they, they will pay off in the long run because when you see those tough times come up, it's not going to be the first time and you're going to have a game plan as to, okay, this is what I did last time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Take notes throughout that process, take notes. So therefore you're not repeating the same thing, but you can also kind of go through the process of elimination and you have, uh, you have notations on, okay, I've already done this. So let me try this. Let me tweak it by this much more. Um, I think mm -hmm. WD 40, it got its name because it took 40, chances to get it to get the formula right or to get it right wd-40 so yeah keep on going one more just try it one more time the power of one mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to look that book up thank you for sharing that yeah of course good deal so i don't know about you but uh since we are in the same industry we can talk about things life relationships mindset for hours <laughs> but i'm <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> transition us into what i like to call my fun segment 
And what that is, is where I'm just going to ask you something completely out of the box, something random. It has nothing to do with what we've been talking about today. So I want you to have fun with it. Okay. I, I was told there'd be no test, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so one of my questions are, what is your biggest pet peeve? Actually, this one's really pretty easy. Um, it's, you know, like if you're out to dinner or, you know, you're whatever, if you're sitting around someplace where there's a lot of other people, especially like at dinner, and I'll see a couple, and I don't know if they're first date, last date, you know, boyfriends or boyfriend, girlfriend, married, whatever, but they're obviously together. There's two of them, they sit down at a table together, and within five minutes, they're both on their phones. I'm just, it, it bothers me because it, not, I mean, whatever you want to, that's, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me, but at the same time, I'm like, why are you guys together? Because you find so little interest in the person sitting across from you that you check in ESPN for a game update is higher on your list than talking to the person that you, that you brought to dinner or that you're at dinner with. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely that's definitely my biggest one. Got it. And you probably see that quite a bit <laughs> these days. Well, it's sad. It's, it really is. It's like, I, and I've told my kids, I'm like, look, you know, they're at the age. I'm like, when you go on a date, like put your phone in your pocket and leave it there. There's nothing more important. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for answering that question. My next question is what motto do you live by? Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, I I think it 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 kind of has to do with like coaching and everything like that. And I guess the motto is like I want to have the biggest impact on society that I possibly can in my role. Um, and that drives a lot of what I do just with business, with, um, you know, with my kids, um, you know, and just those lessons. But I just, I, I, I don't want to leave this earth without knowing that I have had the biggest impact on the most people that I possibly can in a positive way. Mm. I like it. That's deep. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more question. Okay. If you had to sing karaoke. Oh God. Oh yeah. But what song would you pick? You don't have to sing unless you want to, but what no. song would you pick? <laughs> you know, just, I'll say this just because I'm thinking about it uh, <laughs> because I saw something on TV earlier, it would be uh great balls of fire from top gun. <laughs> and no i don't play the piano no i'd just be standing there yeah <laughs> yeah good deal good deal awesome well thank you so much for entertaining us and playing along with our fun segment so yes. this is now the time where as we start bringing everything to a close um i do want to give you the opportunity to 
uh, share any final notes or, or thoughts or a, another nugget that you may not have shared and you want to leave us with. So um, give us a final takeaway. Yeah, it's, it's not necessarily like a, a, a nugget. I just think that if you, if you remember back to when you were five, six, seven years old, right, and your development in life, and, you know, you had friends talking, and you saw all these things. And in those moments, like, you thought about what your life kind of would be, you know, and it could be what your parents had, or your friends had. And these, you know, you go on these great vacations, or have this job or something like that, like, as you're growing up, you know, every kid wanted to be a fireman, I get it, that's fine. But, you know, as as you thought about it, like, all this stuff that's that's in a little kid's head because they have no ceiling, right? They they have no limiting beliefs. They're just unless they're you know society is putting on them, but they have no limiting beliefs. And so the sky is the limit to them. And if you look at your life as an adult now, if you were to run into the six or seven year old version of yourself what would their reaction be to the life that you have? Would they be like, hey, you're doing it? Or would they be like, what are you doing? Because that's not, I didn't, I didn't dream at seven years old of this. And so if you can answer that honestly, then, but you don't know how to get there, that's where you know, like, Hey, you can, no matter what age you are, you do not need permission to retool yourself. And I do it. I do it once every six months uh, is a self audit. And it's just, you know, it's not a financial thing or anything like that. It's just a self audit of who am I? What do I stand for? Am I, is everything I'm doing adhere to my core values? What's important to me? You know, the things that are important, the people that are important, am I doing my best by them? Um, but it's, it's a valuable thing for everyone to do. And if you, if you don't want to do it every six months, do it once a year. Hey, put it on that new calendar on July 27th, which is the first day of your year. Um, but just do it because if you don't know yourself or what you stand for or what's there, then then you're not going to achieve more because you don't know where you're coming from. So that'd probably be the, the little, I guess, nugget or kind of something like that. But um, besides the, I didn't come up with it, but it's a, it's a really simple thing. It's, I call it a five and five rule. Um, and again, I did not come up with this, but if you take five minutes before you go to bed at night, and five minutes after you wake up in the morning, and instead of grabbing your phone and scrolling, if you just take that five minutes and think about all the positive things in your life, all the things that you're grateful for, and they could be big, they could be small. It could be, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and I'm fortunate that I've got two happy, healthy kids that are well-adjusted, and I've got a job, and um, you know it pays to keep a roof over my head, and you know, it could be little things like that, or it could be, you know what, today's my day, I'm starting my journey, and you're going to do that. But do it for a week, and then just see how your days go, 
after a week of doing that, because I can promise you one thing, well, not promise, but 99% of you, you're going to do that. And it's going to become a part of your daily habit because you're going to feel better. You're going to start your day off right. You're going to end your day right. You're going to sleep better. And everyone out there, I mean, doesn't matter what kind of coach you are. It, it all boils down to one thing. They're always like the first thing, most important, get a good night's sleep, Yes, you know, and it's true. But if you end the day positive and thankful, you will sleep better. And then you wake up and you start your day that way. You're going to have, you're going to have a string, endless string of positive good days. 100%. Yes. Starting and ending your day that way helps you be more in control of your day, which mm -hmm. will then help a person start to realize that life doesn't just have to happen to them. Life can happen for them. Yep. And I'm big on individuals being in control of their lives, being in the driver's seat of their life. Yeah. Don't, don't be on autopilot. You know, it's don't, don't, don't be the fan on the sidelines going, there goes my adulthood. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, like control it and you can, and you should. Um, I mean, just imagine, you know, they always talk about the, the one percenters mm -hmm. and that could be wealth or it could be like success or whatever, but just imagine the different place that we would live in if it just went to 2%. Mm. or three you know you're talking millions of people now that are embracing like getting after their goals they're taking action they're doing things to make their lives better and improved and it's not just this the one it's two it's three it's you know it, it kind of grows from there and it doesn't matter where you come from with a hand that you've been dealt you can still create your own best life It is possible. <laughs> that's one that's one thing that a lot of people have to realize that it is possible. They have to believe that it's possible. Um, so yeah. Ooh, a lot of information here. I know you all have taken a lot of, of valuable information that has been shared, a lot of valuable content from this episode. And I want to make sure that I give you, Todd, the opportunity to let us know how can we support you? Where can our listeners find you? Um, your program, if it's active, if you have spots left, whatever it is, please yep. share that information now because this is how we are going to be able to support you. Yeah, for sure. So um, if you want to know just a little bit more about like my story and stuff like that, my website's very simple. It's just www.project9life.com. Um, it's got, you know, just some stories and some stuff that's on there. Uh, but if you want to get involved and you want to talk to me about like just where you've been, what you want, it's, uh, you know, and figure out if we can help you, um, just go to go.project9life.com. And what it'll do, you'll watch a video, you'll go to a scheduling link after you fill out some basic information. Uh, it'll take you to a scheduling link. Just click, uh, click on a time that works for you and that you'll show up to. Um, and then it's a free phone call. 
And it's a, it'll be 20, 30 minutes of just figuring out like how we can help, um, where you're at, where you want to go and what this looks like. Um, as well, uh, if you mentioned that you uh, saw me uh, on Energy Show, then for the eight-week program, which is kind of my base program, uh, if you mentioned that you saw me on Energy Show, then I'll give you 25% off of the going rate for that, um, just as a benefit and a thank you to you for having me here and to all the people out there that are watching, you know, thanks for laughing at my jokes. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Make sure you go support Todd. Check out those links. I'll have the links in the description, but make sure you go check out his website, project9life.com or go.project9life.com and get the 25% discount off of the eight week program. Do not miss out on that opportunity. Thank you so much, Todd, for your time today for your, your knowledge and just everything that you've imparted in our listeners. And for my listeners, if any of you would like to be a guest speaker, please reach out to me. You can connect with me on my YouTube channel or on any of your favorite podcast platforms at Energy Speaks Life, or you can go directly to my website, energyspeakslife.com. Well, you know how we do. Please make sure you hit the thumbs up button Hit subscribe if you haven't done so already, or just share this, this episode out to anyone that you believe would be able to benefit from everything that Todd and I discussed today. Well, as you know, when you master your mind, when you master your emotions, and when you master your assignment, you can live your purpose and live on purpose. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>